Everybody's great when they're not tired. The champions is when they tired, that's when the real champions come out. That's when a real dog come out. Cause if you go piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dogs eat. Yes, indeedy. Welcome back to another episode of the Aussie Fantasy Football Podcast. Joined by the usual suspects, Poyda69. How are you, matey? Oh, great. Good to be here again. <laughs> it's good, man. It sounded so genuine just then. Guest Soft Direction. How are you today, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Was that a mean oxymoron? Yeah, that's, the, that's the joke. I, I think I'm a little better than Pete. He, he didn't move at all during the intro. I thought he actually died at one point, and he seems a, a little unenthused. You seem real hyped, so that's good. Uh, maybe you like these running Yeah, backs, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. in some form this weekend. Uh, Carolina Tom, how are you, mate? Very disappointed. Haven't got any yarns tonight. Um, I have to work on something for next week. Should we just start again? This has just been the flattest <laughs> intro of the history of the world. Like, what's going on here? Bring some energy. Come on, boys. Nah, how are we're you? Back, we're back. Chris? Oh, mate, kick, kick your goals with all three feet, you know me, mate. Just absolutely smashing it. How is that third leg? It's hanging. <laughs> so is it also a soft direction? <laughs> <laughs> Opposite of soft, maybe. I'm very aroused hey, Pete, by these running backs. Can you, like, take a step closer to your mic or something? Just a sniff. Sounds like you're in, like, an echo chamber. Oh, I haven't taken echo cancellation off. I have. I did it for you, mate. You're welcome. Not just that. Oh, that was arousing. <laughs> ASMR for you. All right, boys. It's week two of running backs. It's been fun breaking down these guys. Um, plenty more to come, of course. The pro days are all happening. We're getting some data on some new dudes. Some, uh, some maybe some speed scores are being updated. Some forties being run. JSN ran a forty or something, apparently. Probably since the last time we were on air. So yeah, he did. Um, yeah, it's all happening here. And one of the guys we're talking about tonight has his pro day tomorrow. So it's all happening. Right, perfect timing, really. No. Mine was yesterday, so that's pretty yeah, good. Beautiful timing. Yeah, so. Yeah, look, let's rip in, eh? Let's rip into this episode. We've got some big things. We've been uh, we've been sensing things, boys. Are you ready to do this? Are these? Back in adult adult pay Yeah, so off the back of last week, uh, we've been sent some soft <laughs> directions, hence guest SE. <laughs> <laughs> We've been sent some stuff from our mates at Signature Cards, uh, old Greg, or uh, at Drunk Analysis or Anal Isis uh, on Twitter. Drunk Analysis, that is on Twitter. Yeah, he sent us some stuff. Sent us a, a actually a box of cards, which was a little bit more than I was expecting. And we're going to crack some open today. Uh, play a bit of a game. Yeah, a bit of a game. Live so, break, yeah. boys. Live break. Yeah, live break. Going to crack this pack open. Uh, signature cards is who it is. Get amongst NBA, NFL, a, um, yep. a Mahomes rookie order or something. I don't, I don't think that's going to come out of the 2022 pack, but uh, we might get a something rather. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of quarterbacks that Pickett. were. Pickett. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something yeah. better, something better than that. Uh, Brace Hall. Yeah, right. Brace Hall could could be any. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know what's in this pack. Best source card, source bottle. Ooh. Like, sauce bottle. There's got to be one with him holding a sauce bottle, right? You fit that in there, <laughs> mate. He'd fit in at um, Gosford for sure. Master Food Stadium. Or... Master Food Stadium. <laughs> Stick him up there, eh? Yeah, but look, reach out to the guys uh, if you want to head over to Twitter. 
It's at Signature Break on Twitter, uh, Facebook page Signature Sports Breaks, uh, and SignatureSportsBreaks.com.au if you want to get amongst it. Um, prices from you know anywhere from not much to quite a bit, but it's uh, it's all up to you how much you want to spend and get amongst whatever team you want to get amongst. As I said, there's NBA, there's NFL, they got some bloody other things that are coming up. Who knows? Uh, NRL, of course, that sport that everyone loves. Um, so yeah, get amongst it. They're, they're bunch of blokes too they they obviously uh look after us so get over there get amongst a break spend a bit of money and have a bit of fun because it's a good times but yeah thanks to greg uh, at drunk analysis on twitter he's the bloke that's hooked us up here with this box so here we go i'm gonna crack this open jesus Ooh, some real asmr all right so we're looking at a what have we got here we've got a, a, a box of mosaics six guards per pack Plenty of options here. All right, here we go. Let's, I'm not going to show you any of these because we're going to play a who am I sort of game. Ooh, okay, we've got some... We've, oh, goodness me, we've got some names. Okay, here we go. Let's start with a, a softball, shall we? Softball. Did we get Cheeseman? <laughs> 2022. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was in there, wasn't he? Yeah. Long steppers in the gun. <laughs> okay, here we go. So I'm going to give you some clues. I'm going to start off with a hard clue and we'll make it progressively easier. Uh, name is Buzzer. Whoever buzzes in first gets to... Um, let me keep the card because <laughs> this is a good one to start. All right, so here we go. Uh, this person has uh, the fifth most most. Far out. Let me start that again. Jesus, on the fire here. <laughs> fifth most catches in a season in team history, and he turned that into the second most yards in this team's history uh, in one of the years. So in. In one of the only 17 game seasons, he's got the fifth most well, this was, this, catches this, in team history. So it's basically this any wide receiver. Cool. Yep. The 2017, uh, the 17 game season. Okay. What am I saying? Um, so, yeah, it also says that tells a lot about his ability with the ball after the catch. So, a lot of yak here, potentially. Uh, okay, this person, it's giving me team names in here, so it's got to just blank those out. Uh, he averaged 15 yards a catch in 2021. No, okay. Spencer Rattler. Cons- <laughs> <laughs> NFL. <laughs> oh, you're Spencer Rattler. All right, hit me. Hit me. I've heard his jersey. Didn't you mention right, that before? Gotcha. Bloody hell. No, I called you Carolina, Tom. All right, who's your oh, guest? Right. Uh, Devo Samuel. Not Devo Samuel, but I love the way you're thinking. I love where you're thinking. All right. Uh, consistently mm-hmm. makes deep plays or gets downfield as a runner. Either way. He went a long way. So let's give you some stats. 2021 season, 108 receptions. Let's start there. Getting Spencer Rattler again. <laughs> Hit me. Oh, no, you said something about pre-2017, didn't you? No, nothing about it. I just can't talk 17 games season, he said. The 17, yeah, pre-the 17 <laughs> game season. So. I think it's Jalen Waddle. Not Jalen Waddle, but once again, I like what you think. <laughs> 100, 108 was, uh, that's how many catches Jalen Waddle had. Uh, he went for 1,616 yards in 2021. As I said, average 15 yards a catch. 10 is touchdowns. It Peter? Is it Chris? Peter. Is it Tyreek Hill? Oh. Not Tyreek Hill. No. Uh, Chris. Chris. Is it Cooper Not Cup? Cooper Cup. I think we've guessed everyone but this 1600 guy. 1,600 yards is, is a lot uh, His yards. NFL totals, he's had 196 reception as of the printing of this card. So that's just got to think about it. If he had 181, mm. he didn't, you know, he's not, not too old. 3,016 yards total, 70 touchdowns total in his NFL career. Uh, one of the best. Let's just go with that. That's my clue. One I of mean, the best. it's... it's Chris, is it Chris Ewers? Yeah. Tomar Chase. Chase. Oh, oh Peter. Justin <laughs> Jefferson. Twitter. 
It is Justin Jefferson. Uh, <laughs> He's got it. There he is, Justin Jefferson. Look at this delicious third, looking card here. Third year player. You said we got some names here, and I almost went Justin Jefferson straight yep. away off the there bat, just as a this joke, is, and uh, it was him. I didn't say any year player, by the way. Nice. There he is. Nos He only has 190 catches. I'm just going off what's on the card Nos- here, boys. This was probably printed early on yeah. in 2022. Yeah, okay. okay. We've got yeah. to start adjusting our numbers yeah, here. Start right? adjusting. We have to include last season. <laughs> this next it's, one will. It's pre-season, boys. We'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. It's our first crack at it. Now, this one, yeah, this one's intriguing as well. So, we're going to go with this one here. Uh, give me a second. Just got to quickly get something up. Just... What do you think about Justin Jefferson? <laughs> 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 Are you know how uh, uh, good luck. You know, no, he's, he's probably passed it, right? There's, you know how uh, he's on his way down. Signature cards also does NRL just to sort of give signature cards a plug again. Speaking of yes, NRL, um, should I just run through the scores of last week? Oh, buddy, oh here we go. Go for it. Yeah, I'm just wondering: has anyone got their Cronulla and St George game? There up somewhere. I just wanted to see that score. Sorry, you're breaking up, can't hear. <laughs> yeah. Up. up. Tom, speak Trip into the microphone. Up. You're not there. Tommy is still. All right, here we go. Number two, and then we're going to leave the third one for the listeners. They can try and guess it. I'm just going to read everything off the card. All right, here we go. So this player uh, in 2021. I'm just going to start off with his stats for his team. Two, it, is, it is going to give away what position he plays. 225 attempts for 849 mm-hmm. yards. That runs at 3.8 a clip mm-hmm. and seven touchdowns in 2021. So you're going to go back a couple of years. Any thoughts so far here, boys? It's a runner. Oh, it's a running back. Not That's yet. my thought. It's a running back. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be a, a quarterback. <laughs> could be a quarterback. Definitely a running back. Oh, the All right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone that's actually in a that. team for yeah. 42 receptions for 301 yards, zero touchdowns in the old 2021 season. Uh, now, the brief spiel about said player. Uh, usually two outcomes for defenders when this person breaks through the line at full speed. They're either left tackling shadows after he sidesteps them or they find themselves watching him slip through their grasp. Quick it and able to bust through tackles, this player always finds room to operate. That Even doesn't though he help. only went for three points. Yeah, literally any there. running back. Cool. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> recently changed teams. Ooh. Chris, is it Devin it is Singletary? It's not Devin Singletary, but I like the way you're thinking. That's what I was thinking. And then when you said that, I was like, oh, maybe. Uh, Damn. Okay, I'll give you the number he wears, number 32 for his previous team. For his previous team. Has been a top three pick as a rookie pick in his career. Probably top two, if you would ask me. Played on a very shit team, like the shittest of all teams. Chris, Chris. Lewis. Dave Montgomery. Montgomery is absolutely correct. Congratulations. Oh, well That's one for, uh, for guest soft erection. One for point of 6969. Beautiful stuff. All right. Let's roll on. Let's see if I can get another decent one here. Ooh, okay. Oh, so don't, get this, don't guess this one. Don't guess this one. Oh, I'm going to make this. See if anyone can guess this one. All right. Once again, this is another player that's. Uh, this is this is the fancy card, the fancy card out of this pack. It's got some. Uh, what do they call it? A prism background, nice and green in the background here of this beautiful card. Pretty fancy looking. Is it numbered? You guys can have a look at it. Look at that. It looks pretty fancy, no? Oh, don't say right. the guy's did name. Yeah, did you get that one? <laughs> yeah, 
This is who yeah, we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay, cool, so cool, uh, cool. Right, cool. are we going to give it away or anything? Oh, we'll give it away. Yeah, we can give it away. Ooh. Whoever gets it. Yeah, we, we, should, we, gets should, it? we say the first person to send a send a thing in our um, like Discord. That. One guess each, and the, yeah, the first person who puts the right yeah. guess in. So that means you've got to join we'll the Discord. You've got to join our Twitter. It's going to be on our Twitter. Twitter, you love putting that on our Twitter. It's great stuff. Uh, and you also have to like uh, Signature Cards page. Uh only 31 active players had more than 500 catches entering 2022. This person was among them. One reason this team that he played for, I'm going to tell you at the end, reached out and acquired the veteran, the 10-year age, sorry, the 10-year pro, 10-year age, imagine that. 10-year pro brings experience, <laughs> stretches the field and gives any quarterback a potential home run option, no matter the down or distance. Now, 2021, he played for the Rams, 45 receptions, 556 yards and four touchdowns. He did change teams. After 2021, that's the clue I'm going to give you because that's a pretty given, I reckon, if you go and have a look at the Rams roster and you find it out. Okay, so first one to reach out onto our Discord gets to take the card and take the chocolates. Just the card, actually. I got chocolates no chocolates. another clue. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have chocolate. <laughs> so that's it. We're going to do this. Every week we've got a, a thousand packs here to open. We've got uh, I got three more in my hot little hand right here. Did you see that? Did you get it? All right, but uh, we'll, we'll come back next week and open these next. Not open them, but uh, see if you can guess them. They're harder than next three. Let me tell you, much much harder. So that's the warm up. Next week's the uh, the professionals around. Yeah, we better get but better because we did struggle with Justin Jefferson to start. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the clues aren't exactly easy. You didn't the write up is you. Man, you should yeah, put in your own clue with um, like. Just done this. Yeah, gr- yeah, gritty. <laughs> That's the, yeah, but that would have given it away straight away. Everybody, you say gritty and everyone's like, do Jeff. So we can't have that. All right, boys, let's read. I would have guessed Gusecki straight away. He's, he's the most known for. The stiff Gusecki. Do you reckon our Belichick <laughs> will allow a gritty? Well, Mac Jones, didn't Mac Jones gritty in he the Pro Bowl? Too. That's so right. He did. They know how to do it. Yeah. They know how to do it. Bill would gritty if they won the Super Bowl again. Yep. Yeah. And then back to business the next day. Yeah, back to business. Actually, he'd be back to business halfway through the gritty. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, hang on. Yeah, gritty. Serious gritty. <laughs> Get away, dunk. Yeah. Back to That's work, it. yeah. That's it. All right, but once again, hit up uh, Signature Breaks. They do a great job. And thanks again to Greg for, for hitting us up with this this beautiful pack. So let's do this, eh? We're into the running backs. Running backs. Week two of running backs. Last week, we did a whole bunch. This week, we're, we're doing a few more. Uh, Poitier, you're at the top of the dock, mate. So you can go oh, first. Oh, first reckon. again. Oh. Well, you don't start with the bridesmaids. You start with the McBride. McBride. Oh, yeah, all right. Um, so, I reckon, like last week, we hit the we hit the big names, and then this week it's sort of in that range of, I don't know, which guys. Oh, but it's all the round. like yep. the four we've done now, and there's four more, and probably four more after that. You don't know which order I'm going to have them in um, any time now. But we'll start off with uh, D Wayne McBride, not to be confused with Dwayne. It's actually D Wayne. Um, he's a three star recruit out of Oscar, Florida. So. Um, he went to UAB. He's 5'11", 215 pounds. Our recruiting class was 2020. Um, in his career, college career, he had 31 games, 484 rushes for 3,523 yards at 7.4 a carry, 36 touchdowns. Pretty nice. Um, his receiving work uh, was, um, we'll just say, non-existent. I think he had five receptions for 29 yards in three seasons. So uh, it doesn't actually tick any boxes there for me. Um 
But if you look at him in 2022, he was ranked third overall with 94.1 from PFF, had a college dominator of 41.8%. And like I said before, he's, which is the, the dominator is 93rd percentile. And the yards per carry, you mentioned before, 95th percentile, um, which is his production is very good, um, even though he played out of uh, the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Uh, oh, that's so successful. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's saying everything put together. Uh, his hamstring injury has kept him out of his pro day, so I think that's also might have been what kept him out of the combine. Not sure whether he was in, actually invited or not, but I assume he would have been invited. Uh, if we look at him, I think his strengths is he's a bit of a um, a back that can do a little bit of it all. He's not apart from the pass catch, I think, like he hasn't really shown that, but he's got a little bit of that, you know, shiftiness with a bit of power. Um, he's a solid. RB that's comfortable in multiple schemes. I think the running schemes they used, UAB, they were able to do different things, which I think will give him a bit more versatility going to the pro level. But um, he's fairly elusive, but not a great. His vision is probably where he, he does perform well, even though at times he can be a little bit cautious, I guess, down the, going through the middle. Uh, he does tend to sort of hold back a little bit, take a little bit too long, and tend to get tackled for a loss at times there. Um, but I think it comes back to some of his fumbling issues. We look at them and say uh, he has had a fair amount of fumbles in the college level that might be something that teams would, would look look past. Um, if you look at how, he, how well he performed, he, he ran for 120 or plus more yards in 10 of 11 games last season. So his production's there, his workload that he can carry is there. Um, I just wonder whether the competition he played against is something that sort of is what's his, his knock on him, and, and that's going to be the thing that sort of pushes him back to, you know, a day three selection in the NFL draft. But to me, he's a guy with the right skill set that can be productive for fantasy, but is he going to have the opportunities that the worry for me? I think he lands as definitely a, a backup running back at the NFL level um, with an opportunity to get, I mean, no opportunity to beat a back, but he's going to need an injury or potentially something to go his way. I think he, he definitely fits into a running back by committee back here. But I definitely like what he, he has on tape, but I just don't think that um what he can do in the game is enough to sort of get on the field uh, in his rookie year like consistently. And I think that pass catching, the fact that he's really well, he has five college receptions is just like, that's that's just that's that's saying something bad. I mean there, maybe it might be that they don't pass to the back or anything like that, but I think if he was such an electric weapon on the ground like he was, you'd find ways to get him the ball um, through screens or anything that would count as a pass, but they didn't really find a way to do that. But um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Did you, did you watch much of him? Watched a couple of games. It just seemed like he, you know, the, the defenders were just, I don't know, he was oiled up or something. They just could not tackle him. These these teams just can't tackle. It's a bit embarrassing. Actually. I think that's yeah. the harder thing, hardest, harder thing to watch between the, the lower schools is – Comparing yeah. whether the guy beat it or like got a bit of bad defense versus the guys that really make a difference. Um, and he looks good. Mm. Like you watch his tape, and it's sort of it, at times you're like, oh, this sort of looks like a good back, but um, it's hard to sort of level that out against the competition he's playing against. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, I thought the contact balance was, even though it does look like the guys aren't tackling him very well. The contact balance is still solid. He, he Plenty of times where he gets hit and he's almost falling over and he somehow stays on his feet. So I, I thought that was okay. But I was a bit worried about speed. I haven't seen any 40 times anywhere for him or anything like that. 
I wasn't sure if he was going to be the fastest guy. I think that's that's, out there, that's which, a good point because we don't have any numbers on him. Um, he didn't do the combine. He hasn't done his pro day. Um, that's NFL teams are going to have that as a concern, right? Um, what is his speed? And mm-hmm. if they don't know, what are they going to do? Then they're going to pass on him and, and let him fall. Um, maybe take a shot late, but and if I just I like to go on mock draftable it gives you like good um sort of size and athleticism comps. So it's hard because he doesn't have any athleticism numbers really, but his comps are like Spencer Ware and DJ Dallas, and that's about all I've actually heard of. The rest of them are, are mostly nobodies, and Sean Tucker for some reason. Um, so uh, yeah, there's nothing super exciting. To me, athleticism-wise on tape, I, I didn't think, like some of the other guys we're watching today, I thought were pretty fast and pretty bursty. I didn't really think that from him, but at least he was running hard and, you know, breaking tackles a lot. And But, yeah, just nothing exciting to me when I'm watching him. I, I don't know what his trump card is. Yeah, um, I said him compared to Marlon Mack, which I think sort of, you know, says a bit about what I like. Yeah. guy that could be all right, but just never... Guaranteed, like he's not going to be that guaranteed starter for five years, uh, or like you know, a guy that's sort of pushing that, like a David Montgomery or something like that. He's a bit of a tier below. Uh, a guy you need to keep an eye on for definitely for dynasty and even redraft to know that this guy could pick up an opportunity if, um, whatever team he's on loses a, a back ahead of him. Um, uh, because he can, because he can yeah, carry, he can carry a workload, which I think is one thing you want to put some weight behind because can the guy, has the guy carried enough? Uh, at the college level to go, say, or oh, we'll come to the NFL and he's dribble enough. He hasn't had too many injuries apart from the one he's sort of carrying now, which probably is just real bad timing for him. And, and as like you said, we haven't got speed numbers on him. Um, there's no point him. He probably knows he's not going to put up, he, whether how bad his hammy is, he knows he can't put up great numbers. He's better off just to put up no numbers and hope teams see what they see on their film and, and make a decision than him come out and just do poorly, um, which will just tank his stuff and he'd probably be a UDFA, right? Mm. Mm. If he yeah. uh, doesn't make it as a football player, I reckon he's got the name to be a rapper. D. Wayne, just tremendous. He can, he can join up with Lil Wayne, maybe. Yeah, Lil Wayne, no, but- D. Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lil D. Wayne. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound good, does it? <laughs> you change it to Big D. Wayne, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd have to. All right, who's next on the chopping block here? I'm going to come. Where's the dog? Oh, it's me. It's hey, you, Kendra man. Miller. Let's go. Let's wrap this stuff. Kendra Miller, TCU running back three years out of TCU. He was also a three-star recruit. Some places also had him at a two-star recruit, so that's a bit of a, bit of a strange run. But anyways, it doesn't really matter. Uh, he's out of Mount Enterprise High School in Texas. Um, you know, early on in his career, 2021 in particular, he did share the backfield with Zach Evans. Zach Evans transferred across. We're probably going to talk about Zach Evans uh, in some ways, have we already talked about Zach Evans? No, we're going to talk about yeah. him later. Um, uh, pretty much, they had the same production in that 2021 year. I think it was about 70 or 80 yards between them, so not too, not too much of a difference there. Uh, kind of won the job in 2022, and he carried the ball 224 times. So pretty workhorsey here uh, for 1,399 yards. You'd be spewing, wouldn't you? You'd be spewing. It's like getting out for 99. Absolutely mm. horrible. Uh, one extra yard would have. Would have absolutely Hope for a stat correction, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 17 touchdowns, which is pretty impressive. 6.2 yards per clip. He also had 16 receptions uh, in 2022 for 116 yards. No touchdowns through there. 
uh, has one touchdown through the air in his college career, uh, only 29 catches. So not something that he does uh, extremely often, but he at least has the ability to catch the ball. Weighs in at 215 pounds, stands at 5 foot 11, and he's 20.8 years old. Looking at he's more of his stats, his dominant rating's only at 24.9. His target share is only 5.4, so not quite blowing the charts away, uh, but it is what it is. Pro days tomorrow. We don't have any 40-hour uh, dash times or anything like that. Um, and I think he does need to show a bit tomorrow if he does do all of the drills um, to move his stock up a little mm. bit. Um, more stats, 70 missed tackles forced across his college career last year, 12th amongst all college running backs. Just to compare it with the number one, Bijan, he had 104, uh, but also had 40 more attempts. Not that he would have broken 34 of his 40 attempts, but you know what I mean. Uh, started to look at um, just what kind of runs these guys are having, whether it's zone or gap, because I think that's going to translate into their versatility for the NFL. If those guys are only doing zone runs, they're going to obviously fit in just a zone scheme, or if you know they can do both, uh, then obviously they fit in more teams. This guy ran 101 uh, gap attempts, and he had 119 zone attempts. So he's right uh, 50-50 almost. So he's definitely versatile in the way he can run the ball. So um, that's something I'm going to focus on as well and see if that can lead to some production, of course, as well. But reading up on him, I'll tell you what, there was some knocks on him. Um, obviously, I do my own analysis, but when I was reading up on him, he's, uh, all of the, the kind of draft analysis was he lacked explosion, didn't have good speed, um, Obviously, his 40 time wasn't there, so that might have been what it was. But in a nutshell, they were just like, yeah, you know, he's not the not the fastest of guys. But I tell you what, I kind of disagree with him. Um, he's, to start with, he's, he's very patient behind the line. He waits for his blocks to develop. Um, the O-line does allow him to kind of have the big enough hole that he can burst through it. And I actually think that when he finds that crease, he can pick up 10, 15 yards extremely easily before someone catches onto it. So I don't think there's any knocks on his actual speed um, or explosion because he can definitely hit the hole really, really well once it develops. So I, I, I definitely disagree with that. In the open field, he's not going to make a guy miss. Um, you know, he can break away for a 30, 40-yard run, but, you know, if there's a safety back there, He's not, he's not going to beat him. He'll try and step him, but usually he gets brought down. But in saying that, he can also have those plays where he does spring free for a 60, 70-yard run. So it does, I don't think there's... Sorry, I was going to say, it, on that point, he does have very good uh, breakaway percentage, 44% of his runs are for 15 yards or, or more. Mm-hmm. So I think that yep. supports that I, definitely. He's, he's good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think the fact that the safety gets him is maybe mm. the speed. Yeah, but it's not like, like he's chasing him down. Getting him a lot. That's coming up to him one-on-one and not beating him. Yeah, but a fast running back kind of finds, you know, the edge and and out-angles him and... and Yeah, but if you're running a gap run straight up the middle... It just depends on what he's running. If he's running straight up the middle, yeah, that's the thing. And, um, yeah, I I don't knock his speed at all. There are plays, uh, I'll talk about a couple in a minute, where he definitely showed enough speed to get around the outside and beat some guys. So um, I'd like to see just a little bit more in... You know, the fancy footwork in the open field to, to make that last guy miss. Uh, the vision's good. He, he understands the leverage that the, the O-line's providing, knows where to run, you know, north-south. He knows when to bounce it out to the outside when the opportunity's there. So he definitely does. He's more of a grinder, I reckon. Um, once the game got going, you know, his first five, ten carries probably went for, you know, 40, 50 yards. But the longer the game went on, uh, the, the more effective he was. Uh, game against Texas Tech. Good example. He had 12 carries for 54 yards, and his 13th carry was a 50 yarder. So, uh, puts him over 100 yards after 13 carries. So, uh, he also was an ankle tap away from 
breaking it off to the house. Um, he just just clipped his ankle and he lost his footing and the, the rest of the defenders could catch up. So um, showed some good strength. A couple of runs that were really close to the line, you know, had to pick up a third and one. Um, showed some good strength in a couple of occasions. Not as consistent as you like. He did get stuffed a couple of times on the goal line. So would like to see a little bit of improvement there does have a little bit of a cheeky spin move close to the line of scrimmage. Um, if there's guys barreling down at him, he can spin out, which was fun to watch, um, but also obviously effective as well. Good balance um, on quite a few occasions, bar that one that he got tripped up um, against Texas Tech. Does have the ability to stick his hand onto the ground, push himself back upright and pick up an extra 5-10 yards. So that was good to see. He did it on multiple occasions. Um, just does not give up on a play. I tell you, there was a uh, a beautiful play against Texas. Uh, if you want to go and have a look it up, it's uh, 11-10 to go. I think it was in the third quarter. Had a screen pass. It was absolutely horrible. It was down at his ankles. Caught it beautifully, must say, right off his bootlaces. There was two linemen right next to him. Got away from them nice and easily. And then just somehow figured out the, the, the correct direction to go. And it took six blokes to take him down. So he just doesn't give up. He just breaks breaks tackles. Um, and as I said, he's got, you know, uh, 70 missed tackles. So it's it's pretty pretty decent. So, look, I actually like him. I like him a lot. Um, 520 to go in the game as well. He showed the speed. So go and watch that Texas game. That's probably his best game in terms of an overall game. He had speed. He had strength. He had a bit of pass catching. So, um Pass blocking, pretty much non-existent. Didn't see much of it at all. Um, that's probably the only thing I'd like to see a little bit more of. But, uh, yeah, he's up there for me. I'm a bit of a fan. Uh, I think he's going to be kind of like the, I'm not going to say Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry, but just say Derrick Henry light where, you know, given the ball 20 times, he's going to do some damage. But obviously not a three-down back, probably a one first and second down back for, for old Kendra. But uh, I've definitely seen worse, that's for sure. I like him. You guys have any extra thoughts? I think he's in a. I think he's in a uh, top tier from the other guys we're doing in this in this group of players. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week when we chose our our guys, sort of thing for this week, um, I feel like we'll sort of we'll we'll pick in sleepers a bit. But I don't think Kendra Miller's a sleeper. I think he's just outside that uh, that sort of top Charbonnet. tier of guys. Yep. Um, that like you know Charbonnet. Um, who did we do last week? Shit, I can't even remember. <laughs> but, I don't know, that's yeah. probably last week. I know we did Bijan, but that's like... We did Bijan and um, Gibbs. Yeah. Gibbs. And Charbonnet and someone Who else. Who did you do? Yeah. Um, the fast dude. No, the A-K-K. Pokemon. Yeah. A-Chain. Oh, A-Chain. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think, A- I think yeah. Kendra Miller's the next tier below them guys. Um, and I don't think he's so much a sleeper. I think he'll be drafted in the second round of nearly every draft, where the, the other three guys we're talking about here... They could slip to the third round and even fourth round, um, but yeah, yes. I, I guess I'm just a bit worried about his third down ability, mate. At the moment, I don't know. But how many work? How many actual three down backs are there in the NFL these days? It's it's working towards oh, yeah, not many. But I just that's that's not an exciting skill set to have for fantasy, really. So I mean, that's I'm yeah, not being I, graded as a guy I'm, that has that. I guess it's like when you don't have everything, you got to pick one or the other and. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see just how fast he is tomorrow. Hopefully, he yeah, does some things and and yeah. kind of. But yeah, the the fact that he doesn't break away to the house, which kind of we'll get to my guy in a second, but he does. He house calls it all the time. Um, it's it's just a bit worrying to me. But he he looks like a like he's got good vision and good patience and all that kind of stuff. Like it's pretty natural to him, like to make the right decisions and stuff like that. So I think. That's good for the NFL. It's just, is he fast enough to 
hang in the NFL. So hopefully we'll find that out tomorrow. Yeah, no, I definitely would like to see this 40 time. But in saying that, he plays fast. So that's what that's what matters. Look at the tape. He plays fast. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. Like Derek Henry doesn't catch the ball much and he's the running back one most years. So let's just see what happens. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm, I'm in on him. So I think if I'm sitting there with second round picks and he's going to be on the board, I'm going to be thinking, yep, I'm going to snap him up right now. TCU didn't make the national championship game because they've got rubbish players like Kendra Miller, Quinton Johnson. You know, they're legit. They're good. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, who's up? Let's do this. Keep rolling. I think it's rolling, been rolling, right. Rolling, yep. rolling. So uh, we're going to get on to Israel Abanakanda. So 510, well, I've actually got 511 here on player profile. I've read 510 elsewhere. Um, 216 pounds. Uh, great size for a running back. It's nice. Three sus recruit out of Abraham Lincoln High School in New York, of Brooklyn to be specific. Um, hundred meter sprint champion That's what you want to say. in the New York Mayor's Cup, which is what we like to see. And it's it's pretty obvious when you're watching him. He's he's explosive and he's he's pretty fast. Um, so he was a breakout this year, leading the ACC in rushing by a pretty decent margin. And uh, yeah, he just looks really like from a stats perspective this year, like a, a productive running back. So 1,431 yards on 239 attempts, 20 touchdowns, just breakaways galore in in that um, in those highlights if you get onto them. And not a great receiving profile, only 12 catches for 146 yards and a touchdown, but he, he did have 24 catches in 2021, which isn't too bad. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's not – you don't see the catches, obviously, with only 12 in 11 games, you don't see them come up that much in the games that you're watching, but it's good to get him into space. He's, he's really quite bursty when he, when he gets the ball. So if, if teams can do that, I think maybe that is a skill that teams are hoping that he has, but he just hasn't really had a huge chance to show it um, yet in college. So he did have his pro day yesterday, and uh, his 40 time was was pretty exciting. The, the first time I, I looked it up, I actually heard it on a podcast. They said um, it might have been a 4-5 flat or possibly in the 4-4s. Four and then uh, I looked it up yesterday and I saw actually, yeah, definitely in the mid 4-4s. Four and then when I looked it up this evening on a couple of news sites, I saw possibly even sub 4-4. Four four. And then uh, Sports Skeeter, which is uh, apparently a real real website, um, actually have him, he's 40-yard dash for, between four two six and four three two, oh, so far out. Take with that what uh, you will, but uh, a forty-one inch vert and ten eight broad jumps are plenty of explosiveness. And I'd say he looks pretty fast on when I'm watching him play. He's he's not a slow guy. Um, frankly, it's 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 tough because he's he's at pit. His line's good, and uh, they. They kind of create holes for him, and, and that's what you see, him bursting through holes just over and over again. Um, so it's a little bit hard to evaluate him on that because he's often untouched. But when he explodes through that hole, he immediately bursts away from the defenders. That they're, they're turning around, and he's already 10, 15, 20 yards gone past them. And, and he does, you know, he sets up the, the safeties really well. He uses his blocks really well in the open field. So I think that's a pretty big strength of his is his home run ability he's it's his trump card obviously 20 touchdowns this year he's had six in one game which is pretty wild um yeah so i think for me that's that's kind of an exciting um yeah at that size with the home run 
uh, ability. I think that's that's a good sign. So for me, I, I'm looking to take a few dart shots on him as well in that second round, hopefully, of rookie drafts. Um, having said all these good things, he doesn't seem like he's super strong or um, good through contact. You don't see a lot of him just running the tough meters up the middle. Um, don't see him as a particularly physical player like some of these other guys have been today. So um, definitely not like a Javonta Williams or something like that that just runs into people angry as hell or Damian Pierce or Tyler Algier or those kind of guys. Um, those really angry, angry runners. Um, it's just a lot of open lanes for him. And when he gets an open lane, he absolutely takes advantage of it. So, um, yeah, maybe take his production with a pinch of salt because ACC defenses don't seem like they're excellent, but definitely home run ability, huge, huge strength. And he, he's definitely fast and quick. Um, probably the only other exciting thing from him is, is his dominator, 46.5%. Um, this is the 97th percentile, six yards per carry, and it's yeah, it's it's a good production profile and a, a high workload. So he's he has proven that he can be the guy for a team, and he sort of is the guy on his team, which is is good to see. So I'd actually uh, go against what Tom said earlier. I think this guy's in that tier, just below um, the guys we did last last year. I, I really like him so. That's that's my take on him. Happy to hear you boys disagree. No, let, let us I know. I agree. I think he's a, he's the second best RB of what we've done tonight. Um, and yeah, he probably is in that in that next tier. Um, yeah, I watched a fair bit of him this year, and yeah, I liked him. He didn't have any massive plays that I can really think of at the top of my head. But yeah, he's, he's another guy that's going to be drafted everywhere, sort of mid to late second round. Yeah, I go late second round. I, you know, same concerns with you know not going to be a three down back, only twenty catches or whatever like that. But obviously with his speed, if he goes to a creative team, you're going to want to see him get used in a different way. But um, he's mostly a, a zone runner, uh, so he's going to need to go to a zone team. Yeah. Um, you know, something like Houston, Seattle, something like that. Who knows? He could be a bit of a weapon as a third down, or a um a, a change of pace back, or a spell the the main guy sort of thing, and just hope for one of those big break-off plays. Uh, but yeah, late second, I think, for me. Um, I'd probably take my guy just a tiny bit ahead of him. When I saw, actually, the the last thing that I looked at today was was um, Mock Draftable, and one of his comps was Tevin, Tevin Coleman. Co- and I thought that was quite good, like that role that he had in Atlanta where he was sort of super explosive. He'd have breakaway touchdowns, and it, it comes off the, like, like he's really super effective for them when he actually goes to a team to be the guy... You know, he doesn't really have it. So I think he could be one of those 1B running backs that looks better in that kind of system than sort of as the main guy do it all. I, I don't, I'm not sure he has that that kind of upside. But, you know, if you put him on the field and he scores a 60-yard touchdown, well, there's 12 points and you're pretty you're happy. for Kevin Coleman, right? That's what you're hoping for. I mean, that's. I think that's where we're, yeah. we're at a point where – Everyone wants to see her and say, oh, we're going to find safe ones or we're going to find CMCs. But we already know the top anyone. talent of the class. When We're looking now for who's the guy, who are the, these guys that are going to be like a Tevin Common workload mm. that can be productive. And and they're the guys that win your championships. They're the guys you, you plug in, you know the weeks to play them. When they have opportunity, you get those points out of them. But Yeah, like a Tony Pollard. We're not, we're not sitting here grading that. these guys trying to find, I know, the best running, like one of these guys could be the best running back in the class. We're trying to find the value of who to pick. Um, that is going to be around. good, and not just be a guy that never makes it to the 
off the bench, right? Yeah. Mm. I think draft capital is going to be pretty important for mm. all of these guys yep. as well. So sort of the ones that go in the second, third round are, are going to jump ahead of the ones that go in the fourth and fifth round. So I don't think there's been a... That's going to be a, an important domino. Since we've been doing this, there probably hasn't been a class that's so sort of... I mean, both wide receivers and the running backs here where there's less of a consensus through the top... Like there's a big log jam in the middle of guys and... I think that's why getting your your stuff done now is going to be important come draft time because if a guy moves up pretty quick and you have an understanding of where he came from, you might have a good idea to say, is that worth it or is it a bit of a fool's gold move? Mm. Yeah, it seems like tier two and tier three are well, pretty teams are gonna, But some teams are just going to get hyped on, on a pro day or a, you know numbers from the combine and pick a guy just because it sounds good and then doesn't work out. Like There's got to be a lot of scheme fits and how these guys play at a college versus how they're going to need to play at the NFL level that you're going to have to understand. And I think that's what, once we have that piece in play, um, we'll be able to get some really good rankings out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, Tombo, let's finish this off, eh? Last bloke. Chase Brown. Now, Chase Brown's a guy that a lot of the uh, a lot of the sort of fantasy analysts I listened to last year, they were talking about him a bit. And I sort of, I sort of got this like group of players that not many people know and I watch, I try and watch them as much as I can during college this year. And this guy, I loved him in college this year. He's, he's someone that, you know, Chase Brown, he's maybe the RB15 or something of, the, of this year in, if you look at rankings. But he's just got he's just got something about him that I really like. Anyway, we'll, do, we'll dive into him. Chase Brown, 23-year-old. He'll be 23 in April. So he's a true fifth-year senior. Senior? Senior. senior. Uh, John Cena. Yeah, so he read it in uh, 2020. He got injured and didn't play. I think it was 2020, 2021. Anyway, one of the 2020. 2019, he had three snaps. 2019 it was. He's from Canada. 2020 was COVID year. He's from Canada. Hold up. Hold up. You know Tom's got a story about his background. He's going to tell us about his snow habits. He's 5'11", 205 pounds. A bit smaller than I expected. 205 pounds. He definitely runs heavier than that, if that makes any sense. Um, Me too. He's from Illinois. He's in the Big Ten. Big Ten, there's still some good teams in the Big Ten, but, you know, there's some very ordinary ones as well. Uh, He ran a 4-4-3-40, which is pretty quick. Mm, 4-4-3, maybe top five this year, maybe. I can't really remember. Obviously behind a Vanikander at (laughs) 4-2-6. Or four five two. By the time we wake up tomorrow, it's going to be a three eight. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he won the John Cornish Trophy for the best Canadian player in college. There you go, Pointer. Right. So I've done a bit of a deep dive on Canada here. So a bit surprising <laughs> Canadian players. So this 20, is my favourite topic 20... of the episode. <laughs> I, I like deep diving on some niche stats rather than the actual stats. There's 25 Canadians in the NFL. Not as many as I thought, actually. 25. A lot of them I didn't even know their names. They're deep, deeper players. But there's five well-known offensive players. Can you name any of them? Chase Leapel. Okay, yeah. That's, they call that's him good. <laughs> For that reason, right? <laughs> that's the only one I know. Um, there's five, five that I reckon four of them you should be able to get. The fifth one's a, sort of a wide receiver right, four. Me... Are they are, are all of them tight ends? Because now they're uh, John Mechie is like Canadian, should... isn't he? He is. Yeah, I remember John them coming up last year. There's one running back and well, four oh, wide receivers now. Out. Two more I'm wide out. receivers. I'm out. One was a first round pick in uh, 2019, 18, 19. 
I mean, oh, they've just narrowed it down to 18 players. Wait, first round pick, <laughs> wide receiver? Yeah. And he's no good. He's no good. And he's also on the Chicago Is it? He's also on the Chicago. Oh, and well, Akeel. Did they cut him? And Keel. <laughs> and Keel Harry. Yeah, right. A running back <laughs> from Carolina. Oh, Chuba. Carolina now. Chuba Hubbard and yeah, uh, Josh Palmer from the. Um, oh, Mr. Palmer. Oh, he just quietly. Yeah. Uh, what What did you say was his um, forty yard speed? What What position do you reckon he came? Oh, I said fifth. Yeah, you've got, got it exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> does that Does that count? Then again, no, no, that was not the combine. <laughs> okay, so he's from Ontario, Canada. He's actually from London, Ontario, which is not big to be like you're from London. London. Yeah, not to be confused with London, England. Oh, and London, London Ontario. Don't Yeah. <laughs> he's an identical twin, and his brother, Sidney Brown, is the safety for Illinois. So, oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, he moved to Florida to attend St. Stephen's Episcopal School, three-star recruit. Now, I didn't actually Google Episcopal, but it's we figured it was a religion. I Googled it just before. Did you really? After, it was a religion. Yeah, that's definitely what a, do like they, a um, religion of some description. Hang on, let me get it back up again. Worship, I don't know. Jesus. Episcopes? What's an episcope? I don't know. Anyway, I'll get going. He was a freshman <laughs> at Michigan before transferring to Illinois where he missed heaps of games in 2019. There you go, I wrote it down. He missed heaps of games in 2019 and 2020 due to injury and COVID. Uh, during COVID, Chase and Sydney, the identical twins, moved to Canada and turned their grandma's garage into a gym. Fantastic. Like Love nice. these guys. Uh, he really blew up in 2021, had over 1,000 yards in 2021. This is when fantasy analysts started looking at him. They thought he might have come out last year for the draft, uh, but he didn't. He went back one more year, and very glad he did because he put up 1,643 yards this year, 10 touchdowns uh, at five yards per carry, which is pretty low, five yards per carry, but I think that's just a volume thing. He also had 27 catches for 240 yards and three receiving touchdowns, so... If you put that, if you translate that into fantasy, that's pretty good for fantasy. Um, nearly the double, nearly double the amount of zone rushes compared to gap. Mm-hmm. Not sure if that's really relevant, but I yeah, I'm going to have to do a bit of a deep dive on that. Hey, yeah, I I thought that was uh, interesting, but I don't really know how that relates to fantasy. But anyway, that could be my uh, in season <laughs> that's, scoping. That's that's your scheme, right? Um, that's how yeah. you look at him. Say, Can he fit uh, multiple schemes? Yeah, is he going to fit in multi teams yeah. or is he limiting himself here? Yeah. Uh, he had 77 missed tackles this year, which was the most of all draft-eligible runnerbacks. Um, he had 2.84 yards after contact, and most stats, which I looked at on PFF, he was RB9 to RB12 of this year's class, which is probably where he is in terms of fantasy. People will probably have him around that RB10 range. Um, uh, da, da, da. Look against Michigan, he had 29 rushing attempts for 140 yards and two touchdowns. So Michigan is probably the best team he played against this year. Michigan's pretty good; like they're probably top four or five teams in college. Michigan, and um, yeah, he had we put up 140 yards and two touchdowns against them. So I was pretty happy with that game. Uh, over to film, great vision, great patience to to burst through a hole. Um, really good short area quickness. So he sort of he kept on his toes, sort of thing. Like I don't know what you sort of call that, but when he was handed the ball, as soon as he saw that gap, he just exploded through it. Uh, if that gap didn't open, quick feet. Yeah, if that gap didn't open for a second, you know, he was as soon as it opened, he was just 
straight through it. He didn't sort of stuff around. Uh, really good footwork. Great contact balance. Uh, it's probably his best attribute was he, well, he had 77 um, force miss tackles, which, you know, was the best in college. But you could really tell watching film. He, he got hit so many times and just stayed on his feet. I reckon that was the best thing about him. Um, and when he did get hit, he was able to bounce on the outside if he needed to and get up for, you know, four or five yards, even though he was getting, getting rattled. too much though, right? Yeah. Uh, he almost always bounced to the outside. Being, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he had pretty good long end speed. I wouldn't say he's tremendous or anything, but it wasn't certainly wasn't bad. All his long runs for touchdowns were from breaking two tackles through the middle. So so I wrote this stat down, but I probably need to explain it a bit better. All his long rushes that I saw weren't from like screens or something where he had heaps of space. They were all because he did all the work himself. So when he when he had a 40 or 50 yard rush, it was because he broke two or three tackles through the middle and then took off for a 40 or 50 yard rush. Like he he wasn't throwing a check down into skiing out of separation. Yeah, he wasn't schemed open. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, um, and th- this is a, a sort of a a weird sort of player comp, but I, I saw a lot of Damian Pierce in him. Damian Pierce for the Texans this this year did a lot of it himself, like mm. like breaking tackles, running into defenders, and sort of bouncing them off. Pierce is um, an angry runner. Yeah, and that's he what I saw in Chase well. Brown. I mean. I don't want to try and compare him to Damian Pierce because he certainly I don't think he's going to be Damian Pierce, but um, that was the that was the first player comp I thought of watching him tonight um, on film. Um, you really hope that he gets drafted in the in round three or four for fantasy because if he gets drafted any later than that, the chances that he's going to be relevant for fantasy is so low. Um, yeah, so I think he's a he's a round four pick. And I'm hoping he is because I'll take him in in fantasy, and he feels like a Bill Belichick player. That's all I've got to end it. He's just you know like Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong. They come on because there was heaps of injuries this year, and they just did a job. Kevin Harris especially is another sort of player comp for me, but um, he's just a bruiser, like just just runs over people. And do you want to hear the top two mock draftable? Comps sure. based on size and athleticism. It's pretty exciting. Brees Hall, Bijan Robinson. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to be Brees Hall or Bijan. He's only two o five. That doesn't. Yeah, it's it's all around the strength and, and speed yeah, okay. and explosiveness. They're they're very similar to to those two. Yes, because he's pretty quick. Yes. Yeah. When you said you're not sure if he has elite speed, I, I think elite speed is is a strength. Like four four at two o five is pretty fast. Yeah, four four three so, is pretty quick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, for me, I like his his feet. Basically, yeah. there's so many runs where he just like boom and steps past a guy, and he just sends him for a hot dog, as Seamus <laughs> likes to say. Um, yeah, they're just um, real, real quite quite elusive to me. In those, particularly if you watch these highlights package, it's just him breaking dudes' ankles and and busting away touchdowns. So that's exciting. And yeah, I thought he was like. Much angrier. He was the guy I watched right after my guy, who was Abandon Kanda was very like um he scored his touchdowns because he he got through a huge hole that his offensive line set for him and nobody could catch him. Whereas yeah, you're right, he's he's breaking tackles, he's juking guys, he's he's creating for himself, which is yeah. 
I think, a positive for him. Which was my Damien um, Pierce but- because Damien Pierce created space by just running over guys and breaking guys, tackles yeah. and um Yeah, that's what that's what Chase Brown did this year. I just couldn't quite I couldn't quite explain it into words, but he looked like an NFL running back. Like he ran he did everything like like an NFL running back would do. You know, you see running backs and they play in college, they play against bad defenses and it's just yeah. you're just looking at him, you go, uh, this doesn't really excite me. So is this he, guy just it is Is he gonna stay yeah, on the porch or about. is he gonna get in there with the big dogs and eat? That's the real question, right? I think that's a, how to categorize his running backs. He's he's got that right. He's he's got a little bit of dog in him, and I think that's what teams are like about it. Some of these guys, um, they have the skills and they do stuff, but do they really have that that extra level of dog that some teams are just going to like, mm-hmm. are going to fall in love with and and really make the difference? He's he's sort of is right. He's a guy that's sort of sitting off a lot of mocks and radars of stuff, but he's. Just, you, it's just, just wasn't Chris's mouth and each other off. No, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be more professional than that, but you just, just got to yeah, keep going. Just ignore us. Ignore <laughs> All right. Sorry. I thought you were just trying to tell me to shut up or something. We were just having a Chris to Chris, you know, telekinesis moment. telekinesis moment. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Must have been about sex toys or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play things. Play. Mate, you can call it whatever you want. It's still... <laughs> it's still sex toys. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there, and sitting there, and like no, you guys can't see it, but Chris, uh, I guess, sits there in like a sex swing, and he calls it an adult play thing. But it's just, we all know what it is. It's got like straps around his legs. <laughs> behind him, all the Kama Sutra as well. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And microphones, the shape of a penis, all that. Good yeah, seeing the shape of the yeah. microphone. Yeah, and they they have white walls for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh dear. All right, let's let's do this. Fifty-three minutes. That'll let's wrap it up. Hey, uh, we'll jump onto those signature cards websites. Hit them up. Get into a break. Of course, follow us on our social media platforms as well at Oz Fantasy NFL on Twitter. Get in. Yeah, we've been a few more. Question. A few more listeners. We 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 need some more five star reviews from these new new people getting on board. Just just give us that five star. Really helps us supporting it and you know you know and if you if you want to win a card give us a five star review maybe i'll send one out here <laughs> we should have should have made that the competition yeah, that's in the next one that's next week's one <laughs> do we want to do one more one more card yeah here we go bonus card at the end okay here we go this person just once again 2021 stats here we go uh seahawks oh, damn it it plays oh. seahawks Coaches, no, stop it. Coaches noticed something about the particular position here. One in particular, this player. The way he played at the end of the season just jumped off the film, head coach Pete Carroll said. The explosiveness that he generated and the toughness he consistency was so dead obvious. Pointer. Not Ken Walker. Unlucky he didn't play for them in 2021, but anyway. Uh, um, oh, he was. He's taking the points. Rashad Penny, look at that. Beautiful stuff. There he is right there. Wait. Yep. Rashad Penny. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> Any for your thoughts, Tom? You didn't get any tonight. What's doing, mate? <laughs> oh, no, nah, I didn't. How much Good is that? How much is a Rashad Penny great. card worth? Oh, at least a million dollars. Yeah, one point three five. Penny. <laughs> nah, absolutely outstanding stuff. These are good. I like these cards. They're nice looking, nice and crisp. So yeah, get amongst those breaks. All right, get on the Discord. Figure out that uh, player from earlier in the episode, and if you can get it, we'll send it out to you. It's a nice looking card. Nice looking any- player. If you get it wrong, I'm probably going to be pretty disappointed in you. I feel like I was a pretty easy one. You're welcome. One. I'll make it harder for next week, don't I? 
It's a rookie card here too. If a tree falls in the woods, does anyone hear it? (laughs) On that note... What if it stop recording? (laughs) (laughs) Stop. Okay, bye. (laughs) No one listens this far, right? 55 minutes. Well, let's find out. Because now they'll know. All right, boys, let's get out. Bye. (laughs) Toodaloo. Bye. Au revoir.